Here's the thing about success. It's hard. It's hard to get there. You have to earn it. To earn it, you have to practice. You have to fight. You have to grow. You have to learn. It's hard. If it was easy, everybody would have success. That's why it stands out. Ron Rivera is somebody that pushes his team to have success, to grow, to learn. And that's what we're starting to see with this Washington football team. For all the cynics and skeptics that want to make jokes about the terrible NFC East, that's fine. But this team is now 6-7 and seven and in first place in mid-December. That matters. That, that's real life. That's real success that the Washington football team has earned. None of it was given to them. Earned. They fight hard. You watch that defense on Sunday against the Arizona, uh, in Arizona against the 49ers. They earned every ounce of their success. That's what makes this team feel different. That's what makes this team feel like it has a real future. And that's what makes this thing so much fun. This is the Washington Football Talk Podcast with J.P. Finley. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What up, boys? What up, everybody? JP, Mitch Tischler, Pete Haley, everybody's here. Um, This is not a hypothetical bourbon win. You know what I mean? Like, you stomp on the Cowboys, hypothetical bourbon. You come back to win in Pittsburgh when they're undefeated, hypothetical bourbon. This is a, hey, they won. They gutted it out. The defense was really impressive. There's other things to talk about, but it's a four-game win streak. Crack a beer. Enjoy yourself, but it's not a... It's not a, you know, jump off the roof into the pool kind of situation. Yeah, normally, like last week, we were chest bumping and back patting. This one, you just do a handshake, you look each other in the eye and say, hey, good performance today, let's move on. It was awkward. I walked onto the patio ready to ready to chest bump, <laughs> ready to slug some hypothetical bourbon. But JP makes a very good point because you're getting to a point in the season where they're winning football games. We went into this game expecting that they were going to win. I think the hypothetical bourbon belongs for games that they surprise the hell out of you. And today... We, I expected them to win. They came out. They won. I'm happy to, to – to Now, don't get me wrong. I'm having a hypothetical Tito's, but it's just – it's not – defensively, they deserve a bottle of Pappy. <laughs> they deserve uh, everything. De- defensively, they deserve whatever the, – they deserve the entire state of Kentucky. And defensively, they should be chest, chest, chest bumping, doing anything they want. And what was pretty cool, if you watched our postgame show, you could tell those guys were having fun, like Chase Young and Cam Curl in the hallway, and dudes are messing with them. Dude, offensively, that Chase Young interview in postgame was a 37 out of 10. That was so damn fun to watch and listen to. I I loved it. So it's interesting you bring that up. I try. uh, You remember when the Caps won the cup, right? And at some point, our postgame shows, especially (laughs) the home games, stopped being 
X's and O's. It wasn't like, oh, you know, the neutral zone trap. Really good blue line. Right. It, It started just being about fans going crazy on 7th Street and everything that happened. And both of my... I hate not being able to do the full interview anymore like I used to in these non-COVID times, but whatever. Um, but both of my questions to Cam and to Chase were some variation of, like, how much fun are you having? Which may be a poor question, but I feel like those guys are just having a blast, and it's reflective in how they're playing. It's not a poor question at all because you see it on the field, how much fun they're having. You see it on the sidelines. I mean – I think we all went crazy, or we all saw last week Chase Young sprinting down the sideline to celebrate, you know, a big play on offense. You see them having fun. You see this team coming together beyond X's and O's. You see them really cheering each other on and rooting for each other and, and celebrating together. And it's not offense and defense. It's the Washington football team. We'll get to the QBs soon, I'm sure. But this defense was supposed to be dominant, came in with expectations of it being dominant, showed it at times. On Sunday, against the Niners, I understand it's Nick Mullins. I don't necessarily care too much. That was one of the best efforts they've put together in years. And that D-line is everything we expected to be and more. It just seems like every other play, it's a different guy getting in the backfield, deflecting a pass, sacking a quarterback. And this was Chase Forcing Young's. fumbles. Chase yeah. Young's the star. We all knew it. This is Chase Young, as Mitch said, putting the flag in the mountains in Arizona and saying, I am a goddamn superstar. Hear me roar and wreck an entire weekend. I want to put JP on the spot real quick. You gave them, you gave the defense a C minus in the first half, which is, I thought, a hard grade, but relatively fair, but a hard grade. I like. What it. is it? What no? What's their grade today? 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 A plus. You I give them a diploma hear, just, and name I a building after them. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, like they just named the science center after them. Yeah, yeah. like the Chase Young Science of Getting into the Backfield Center. Uh, I mean, they were, they held the Niners to four of fifteen on third down, and, and two of those were on one drive, forced. Three fumbles. They scored two touchdowns. They scored two right. touchdowns. They scored two touchdowns. It, it was unbelievable watching that defense go. I mean, and just the physicality, and they're flying to the football. DeShazer knocked a dude down on the sideline, like, like within the first 45 seconds right of the away. game. Um, defensively, dude, and I said this in postgame, they're really well coached, too. Like, that, you're starting to see that mm-hmm. stuff. Think about the awareness, like the recognition on all those little bubble screens. Like, Chase, and having the athleticism of Chase and Montez on the edges of that of the line is, it's it's wild. I mean, what those dudes are able to do, like chasing guys down, it's never ideal. But Kyle's offense is all about lateral movement right and ron said this week he's like as long as our guys aren't running side to side we'll be doing okay the key with the guys running side to side is kind of your linebackers your safeties like you want that them all playing downhill it's remarkable the ground that young and sweat can cover on the edges remarkable we all saw the last two weeks what montez sweat has done when they leave him unblocked trying to you know get a quick screen out to his side and kyle tried him early in the game with some eye candy coming across and Montez stayed home as he normally did, affected the throw. He didn't bat it down, get a pick six or anything like that. But he didn't. they didn't try him again after that because that was Kyle. That, I think that was Kyle being like, hey, let's see if, if Montez is the real deal or whether that was just, you know, kind of two little burst plays for him. And, man, that was – this is everything – today was everything we talked about in the preseason. Mm-hmm. This defense had to be for this team to win 
when the offense is this was that bad. Yeah. And watching them absolutely dominate a team like that so thoroughly is something that I, I don't know that that we've seen when I don't know when last time in DC we saw one side of the ball so thoroughly dominated another team. Shook like he didn't want to play. Yeah, he also has a weird face. He, he, his face looks like he got stung by a bee. Like it's I, very swollen. Good analysis there on Nick Mullins' face. Um, That's what people come here. Maybe for. we'll write a blog on that for tomorrow. Don't let clicks hear that. <laughs> clicks. Um, but yeah, the sweat young combo. We fantasized about it. We talked about what it would look like at its peak, and I think we're finally starting to see it. And I hope we get it for another decade. But man. Sick, sick athletes with great Allen effort and Payne played preparation. Awesome also, yeah. right. um, you're getting way better linebacker play. Um, and dude, San Fran is physical offensively. I mean, they got Trent Williams on their line. Um, McGlinchey, like they, most are runs hard. Like all they want to do is like pound your face in. And they they were moving the ball a little bit early, and then Washington kind of like figured it out and. Uh, just oh. shut them down. It was over from there. All last year, when San Fran was was running circles around the NFC, they were running the they were running a lot of quick slants, a lot of plays over the middle. And I kept I would watch games and be like, why are the safeties not blowing these guys up and making them think about going over the middle? And maybe it's part of it is George Kittle not being there. Who who cares? But Shays and and Cam Curl, we've we've gotten to this point in the pod when we haven't even mentioned how damn good Cam Curl played today. Baller. But those guys made them think about going over the middle and made them think about the hits that they were going to take. And all of a sudden you saw guys alligator arming things. You saw Nick Mullins not wanting to throw the ball. I mean, so they, they so thoroughly beat the living F out of that San Fran <laughs> offense. And it, it was just awesome to watch. Say the word, Mitch. What did they beat? What they beat the frack out of the San Fran <laughs> offense. Um, since the second half of the Bengals game and that was the Joe Burrow went out. But since then, Second half of that game, Cowboys, the Steelers, the Niners. It's been different offenses, different setups. Defense is just shutting them all down. I'll say this. I don't know what would have happened in the second half of that Cincy game if Burrow's still there. But the the growth and the progression in each game on this win streak, I think they win the day if Garoppolo's out there. I, I don't I agree. I don't think Kittle, too. I, I think they beat this team regardless. I don't think – yeah, Kittle's a, a tough – Absolutely. Tough guy in the lineup. But, like, Mullen sucks, but that defense was just on fire. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just – we keep, like, caveating the wins. Like, oh, well, Joe Burrow's out. Dallas sucks. Pittsburgh's on four days yeah. rest. This one is Mullins. But, like, There's there is no – the caveats don't matter. Dude, I got Christmas trees up. Like, it's cold. This is when it matters, and they're delivering. Yeah, there's there's no caveat column in the standings. Right now they're on the top, and there's no way to pull them away from it. They are sitting atop. When Mitch beat me on 18 at St. Andrews to win the bet, nobody – the scorecard doesn't show that he hit a hotel to bounce into the fairway. Yeah. I drove the fairway, hit it on the green, two-putted for the win. That's all the scorecard says. Right. Like, yeah. there are no caveats. Yeah, screw you, caveats. Yeah. I um, want to thank Orsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them. want you to do the exact same thing. You can check them out at OrsmanVA.com. Uh, they take care of you. Anything you need. New cars, used cars, leased cars, all of it. They got it. Um, Fox put up the stat that Washington is the number one second-half team defensively in yards and points allowed. Can't ask for much more. And you can caveat whatever the hell you want from earlier in the season. All that matters is that when it counts and in this four game win streak, which we thought that they, we thought before the season, we talked about Dallas, 
uh, Pittsburgh. That's a great point. And San Fran being three L's. Or if they get lucky, maybe they can get one of them. And Seattle coming up. Yeah. They went in there and got all three, and they dominated the second half of all three games. That is a great point. Love it. That really is. And, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a fool's errand, but you think about if you win one of the New York games or the Detroit game. Well, of those three, what sticks out the most? I think the two-point conversion in New York is the one that I want back the most. But I also would trade those three losses for these three wins. I take the, you know, if, yeah. if, if you're picking wins and losses, I would trade those three for these three because you're just rolling now. You're beating good football teams. It's no longer, oh, it's the Cowboys. Oh, it's the Bengals. Oh, it's the Eagles or whatever, or Carson Wentz leading the league in picks, whatever it is. We're throwing caveats out the window because none of it matters. Yeah, and I don't want to get all wild and mushy-gushy, but if those three losses don't happen, who knows if these wins happen. They Learning moments for guys, and, and they figure things out, and it's built them through adversity, and Ron talks about it all the time. They've earned it, and they're earning it. And, by the way, they doubled the win total from last year. Bigger goals ahead, more things to worry about, but that, that was, was a metric that we all talked about in the offseason. What's success? Just get to six wins. They're doing it, and now no one even cares because there's way more cooler things in the future and immediately in their grasp. But don't forget, this team was terrible. Ryan Griffin of the Jets went off for 300 receiving yards and two touchdowns, and they got destroyed by them. And all these awful games we watched doubled the win total. Forgot about Ryan Griffin. Yeah, Yeah. I never will. I never will. But I think – so, Pete, you mentioned, I think, on the postgame show about – how this team is good to hot. see you boys on it the post game nice show. It was nice to be there. It was that? Fun. Thank you. It was good. Uh, I think you mentioned that you know obviously you guys really dress up for that, huh? <laughs> no, you certainly tried. I what was a, wrong with mine? What was wrong with you? Mine? Made fun of it. Yeah. You said Kim hated it. I had the blazer and a button up. It may have been ugly, but I tried to dress up. You didn't like the you didn't like the shirt. I thought I, I did not like it. I mean, you made a comment on postgame, and now <laughs> was, you're making it, a second your, comment. Is that your Miami that's, look? That's two comments. No. I, I think I, I, I can only assume that the white balance must have been a little off because it was it's a light blue shirt. Like, it's not – it wasn't green at all. I'm just busting chops, man. No, I know. I'm riding a four-game win streak. Weird yeah. Greg asked me if I was going to wrap a present in my shirt afterwards. You looked very Christmassy. Hey, it's the season it's, of giving. It's the season. Yeah. And Nick Mullins obliged. How about Cam Curl in post games? Like, yeah, I really appreciated him. <laughs> so like, polite. It was so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Nick did, but that's okay. Um, I think Nick wanted to quit yeah. like midway through the third quarter. Rage he just quit. Beat up. Yeah. But Pete, you talked about how the team has gone on a couple. Yeah. Of what did I talk over about? The past decade or so to make the playoffs, and I was thinking about that as we were as I was driving over here, and this year feels different. Like this little win streak feels different, and I think the biggest thing is that it feels like it's building towards something that isn't just a one-year stopgap. There are players that are contributing that are on rookie deals, that are mid to late round picks. Like Guys are developing. You're seeing a, you're seeing a franchise come together, not just a season. And, and I think that, that that's a huge part of what makes all of this so exciting is not just that they're in first place, but they're doing it with third-rounders being star players on offense, seventh-rounders standing out on defense, you know, the guys who you pick early in the draft, you know, stepping up and being being that guy. And and it's 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 it, it makes it that much more fun feeling like this is something that can carry over beyond just this 16 game season. So in the last two NFC East runs, 2015 and 2012, the 2015 one was cool. I mean, Kirk was hot late. There was you like that. Jordan Reed's catching 100 touchdowns. But 
none of it felt super sustainable, especially because the Kirk contract thing loomed over right. everything. It was right? always there. So you, you kind of got to go to 2012 to the last time it was like, wow, this could work. They've got something here. What what will happen, right? Like, what will happen down the road? Mm-hmm. That was obviously contingent on Robert and contingent on an offense that nobody had seen and all sorts of things. Robert gets hurt. We all know what happened there. But you had that feeling legitimately in 2012. Now you have it, but it's even more concrete because there are age-old principles that will always work in the NFL, and it's play good defense, get after the quarterback. And that, if there's one thing you can say this Washington team is going to do for the next five years, and five years is an eternity in the NFL, I think they're going to play good defense and get after the quarterback. Think about the young pieces defensively. Obviously, Chase, Montez, Allen has another year. Payne has two once they pick up his option. Settle. Settles behind him. Holcomb. Ioannidis is under control. I mean, he missed a year. Yeah. Holcomb's second year. They got two more years there. Curl's a rookie. They just signed Fuller. Fuller's long. You got another year of Collins. I don't know what will happen there. Everett's probably a free agent just because he's a restricted guy. But, like, think about – I mean, you could bring back seven star – I mean, the four on the line – Curl, Fuller, I, you can get six or seven of those yeah. guys back easy and cheap. Like all, team control, first round, you know, rookie contracts. Offen- How about this? I said this on post game. I think. I, I, it won't happen now, especially with Gibson missing some time. But you had a, a, a legitimate conversation for an offensive rookie, pl- rookie of the year. And I, I'd argue you could have – Two legitimate conversations about defensive rookie of the year. I think Chase is going to win it, especially with more performances like today. Yeah. But Cam Curl is balling. I mean, he's really like it's going from oh, cool, it's a seventh rounder, he can help you a little bit. Like when Ron said, he's like at first we were using him. They call it the Buffalo Nickel, like yeah. their big package. They were using him, and then he's he's evolved into oh, it's a nice story, seventh rounder. Like and it's like yo, this kid could play. Yeah, he's a Washington dime now. 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, well, you mentioned 2012 is, it feels like 2012, but 2012 was to me so contingent on Robert. It was on the offense. It was on the quarterback and how incredible Robert was playing. And that what's different for me is this year, it's about everything but the quarterback. They don't have the quarterback. They have, they have so much else that seems to be developing at a much quicker pace that it feels like, like imagine if they drop in, if they imagine if they drop in, a, speaking of drops, yeah, that phone just took a spill. Not <laughs> yeah. mine for once. I know. <laughs> um, imagine if they drop in a star quarterback to this offense, and with the play you're getting on the defense, you can just you can start imagining in your head how this team can go from being a you know hot team at the end of the year, playing for a potential playing for a playoff spot, you know, feeling like you can compete to being one of the better teams in the NFC. Probably time to get to quarterback. Well, because. That's the hole in this conversation. Right. Yes. Is when you look long term, there's still a huge question. And at there's some short term question marks too. Um, Potentially. Yeah. So last week we see Alex bleeding out of his leg. No big deal. This week, he clearly seemed off. He just looked bad to start this game. Couldn't throw the football. Couldn't throw the football accurately. Couldn't all. throw the football. And then there was the, the. I think maybe his final play. They were down near the goal line when Hop made the field goal, and he kind of just dove to the ground. Like, he was trying to step up yeah. in the pocket to avoid the pressure, and he kind of yeah. just, like, laid down. Um, 
where are we at on the 25 alarm scale? Uh, middle. Hold on, it's a two-parter. Where are you at, and then where were you once? Where were you at when he went out and Dwayne came in, and where are you after watching Dwayne for a half of football? Yeah. So I think that's that's a good that's a caveat that I'll accept. Uh, when Thank he, you. When he, when, when <laughs> he, he appreciates went, your caveat. Well, when he went out, I, I thought it was a, a seven out of twenty-five or so because, first of all, I didn't think that it seemed like anything serious when it first happened. And I don't know, maybe I, maybe I'm drinking too much Kool Aid. I kind of thought Dwayne was going to come in and be better than he was after watching Dwayne's <laughs> performance. And we all know how hard it is to step in in the middle of the game and, and all that stuff. But it's a, it probably doubled. Yeah. It's a, it's a 15 out of 25 because as great as the defense played, you can't expect them to do that every week. And at some point, you need that offense to score points to. To win games and, and be more efficient. And like next Sunday, maybe? When like Russell next Sunday Wilson when comes Russell to Wilson town? and company comes to town. But they didn't do that. He didn't look much better than he did the last time we saw him. And that's concerning. Yeah. I was probably a 10 out of 25 in the alarm scale when Alex went down because they were messing with the brace and the foot. And I didn't know what was going on. But then he wasn't lipping too bad. He went into the locker room at halftime one play earlier. I thought, all right, he's just going to get some treatment. He'll be back out. Didn't actually come back out. You're seeing the tweets. Since we're not at the games, we have to rely on tweets. Would have been nice. Love to not being at the games. Oh well. Yeah. Um. So ten when it initially happened because like Mitch thought, all right, Dwayne's had a couple months. They like what he's seen. He's shown growth. Players are saying he's more attentive. Let's see it. And then you saw some inaccurate throws. You saw some bad and, footwork. Dude, the first two throws look good. I mean, yeah. right. And then you're like, okay, this can work. He just has to babysit. And he is so lucky that gravity exists and pulled that interception down to the ground at first instead of it being a real turnover because he would be just getting destroyed. Um, so post-Alex getting hurt, I'm now from a 10 to an 18. And that even exists because even with them just saying it's muscle tightness. We could have used him in an emergency. Talking about Alex, he'll be okay. X-rays negative, all that stuff. I'm still at an 18 because I don't want Alex's leg, specifically his right leg, being dinged up in any fashion because they need him to... Uh, guide the offense the way he was before. I, you guys are lower than I am. I was 15 before Dwayne played and 20 after. Yeah. Dude. That's I mean, entirely fair. I mean, I am not a doctor. I am not a medical professional in any capacity. I'm barely a professional in any capacity. But that's the leg. Like, that's right where all the trouble is. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just a calf cramp, right? Like, or maybe it's just some random thing that occurred, and it has nothing to do with anything that's happened in that leg. But come on, man. It, it, like, if, uh, if you're in, like, anytime a car blows up or something in New York City, like because of 9/11 you always are like oh man I hope this isn't something crazy like you, your mind like wanders to these dark places mm-hmm. in, in these sorts of situations and whenever you hear about Alex's right leg it's scary there's there's no way around that so I hope he's okay I, I get all the cuz here's the other problem whatever he was able to play through in the first half of that in the first half that ain't good enough so like if the muscle tightness and that was him gutting through it and good for him for gutting through it, like that's not going to win you any games unless the defense pitches a shutout and scores two right. touchdowns again. 
which is not necessarily a sustainable model. Yeah. Wednesday's practice just got really intriguing. That's what I was going to say. You need Alex and you need Gibson. Right. Because I I thought J.D. played well, but you need Gibson. Yeah. J.D. ran the ball pretty well. I mean, that was – he ran the ball kind of better than I expected. He he got sideways through some holes. I guess I'm at a 15 with Alex right now pending Wednesday's practice because Ron is notoriously – and he said it. He doesn't talk to the – to RV before he speaks to us because he doesn't want to give the media he doesn't want to give the media any clue about injuries. I love that. <laughs> so like when he sits there and says like oh it's just a calf, you know calf cramp whatever he said you know he'll be fine. I don't I don't put a whole ton of I don't put a whole lot of stock in there. However, I give him I, I give him a fifteen and if he's missing practice on Wednesday or Thursday that number goes up pretty significantly into the twenties and you know. We've seen almost every rookie step up and play a big role on this team in this run from last year. From from this I'm past very season. curious where this is going. It's <laughs> time for it's time for Dwayne to, to <laughs> I do thought that. you're going to Montez. No. Just because you needed a rookie. <laughs> oh no no. It's time for Dwayne. No, no, I'm not going. I, I thought you were saying Montez. Sorry. No, we're not going to see with Montez. It's time for Dwayne Haskins to step up and and play with all the young guys who are making a difference right now. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And Dwayne, I mean, clearly they're all tight. Like, you can see how engaged Dwayne is with everything that's going on, and it's impressive. But, man, you got to do it on the field. I, I, I was texting with somebody that said the second half was like pulling teeth, and not in an effort or communication way or any of that stuff, but like in a – what was happening on the field. And and you can say the whole game because when Alex was out there, he was so clearly oh, that first quarter limited. Stinky. Yeah. Um it was awful. I mean Dwayne came and he in threw a pick. He came into the perfect spot. It was don't screw this up central. Your defense is on fire. We've given you a lead. Just get us home. And Dwayne tried to almost not get them home. But again, the pick hit the ground couple decent completions got some field goals was around there for cam curl to get the interception was in victory formation whatever but stinks that um also stinks that there wasn't as much improvement but i don't know it's hard to improve when you're not getting many snaps in practice yada yada alex just get well soon get well asap dude (laughs) they had numbers aren't gonna be pretty if that's what you're starting to read yeah they had so i mean this is net yards they had 193 yards, 98 yards rushing, 
95 yards passing. Has there ever been a game where both – I mean, I guess they did it against the Rams earlier this year. That was – I mean – 49ers last year. Yeah, both those games were in a downpour. Yeah. This one was indoors on a really <laughs> field in Arizona, but still. I mean, think about how beat up that field's going to be. Yeah, get. three games in eight days. Remember how I said earlier, bragging about the Washington defense, that they held the Niners to 4 of 15 on third downs? You know what Washington was on third down? 2 of 13. Quite close. 3 of 15. Nailed it. <laughs> wow. 3 of 15 is awful. That is one-sixth, right? No. One-fifth. 20%. Yeah. It's about as good. Um, it's about as good as your math is. Here's a very random aside, only one sentence. The Indians are dropping their name after 105 years. I saw that. Yep. The Washington football team. Okay, continue. Um, they cut down the penalties. They had a ton of penalties last week. They're back to just kind of a normal five. If they don't get Alex back, I think there's big trouble. Even though Alex was awful. Dude, he was 8 of 19 for 57 yeah. yards with a pick. And yeah. some really tragic misses. Whereas Dwayne, 7 of 12, I mean, he's a little more accurate. A little. Um, now, I'll say this about Dwayne, too. If Steve Sims just catches that damn ball. It, cha- it changes so much. If Steve Sims catches that one ball, Dwayne is then 8 of 12. Was probably that was like a twenty yard gain, yeah, twenty five maybe, yeah, and keeps the sticks moving. Like it, uh, little things can, because Logan Thomas and and Cam Sims have stepped up. We haven't talked a whole lot about how S- Steve's had a not the year, had a tough tough year. I mean, he really has been a completely ghost on offense. And I think Pete was talking about his any other player to score a touchdown prop. And I think Steven Sims was yeah. one of those. I mean, to be when you're when you're talking about, you know, guys to score and, and, and he's not in the top what, seven offensive players to score a touchdown, that's that tells you a little bit about where he is in the, in this offense. And it's it's not just drops. I mean, I guess they're not getting them the ball kind of in those jet sweeps like he did a lot last year or a lot of the quick screens, but I mean, he's just been entirely missing on offense. Yep. The injury doesn't help. A small, quick guy when his foot's hurt. Um, but, yeah, dude, you need more out of him. Offensively tonight, so I, I said the defense was an A+. plus. What would you give the offense tonight? A, a D minus. You stole the grade right out of my red pen. The purple pen beats the red pen every day of the week. It sure does. Certainly a D. Certainly. I mean, the only reason it wasn't – uh, it, the turnover from Alex hurt, but the fact that that was kind of the only turnover and, and even they kind of, you know, they did. They, they yeah, played, I tell you what, if that Dwayne pick at the end, yeah. oh, they played defense on offense. You know, they didn't, they didn't make any, they mistakes. did some complimentary football. Yeah. They didn't make Old mistakes. Bill Callahan. They let, they let the defense do their thing. And, you know, it, it was tough after that super long 49ers drive that they that they came out and went three and out. They kept, yeah, they kept time for that possession relatively even. It was twenty-eight to thirty-two, so nothing killer. Although it seemed like the defense was on the field a lot in the second, second half. half so, yeah, yeah. Um, Pete, if I say old Tom Callahan, do you know who that is? Does that mean anything to you? It means nothing at all. You could have said old Schmibber blah blah, and that would have meant just as much as Tom Callahan. <laughs> old Schmibber blah blah. Um, <laughs> who is Tom Callahan? Uh, Tommy boy. It's just a. 
great, oh. great movie. Oh, my sister got me that movie when I, I got my tonsils out and I watched it, but it kind of <laughs> went over my head because I guess I was still on tonsil drugs. I also think we're spent like. <laughs> How old were you when you got your tonsils out? Oh, it's only like five years ago. You're an adult. Yeah. Or whatever you want your your yeah, version. It was like college. I had tonsillitis. Just ripped those bad boys out. Glad you're back. Good for you. He must have loved all the ice cream. So many milkshakes. Deb made a lot of ice cream milkshakes. Shout out. Happy birthday, Deb Haley. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Happy birthday to Talk Yamaguchi. I, I had that one written down. Yeah. yeah happy We'd birthday, to talk. talk. I bet those dudes, well, COVID is probably impacting it, but those dudes would be raging. Talk's birthday plus On a four a, stri- a four, four game There's heater. There's going to be some hangovers there tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> all the, uh, what do they, they take red, uh, rosé shots yeah, after for, well, touchdowns? They touchdowns. sing a song and, yeah. I think they sing the song everybody sings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do people, what's up with the song? <laughs> well, there's no fans in the stadium, so we haven't had to address it. Eventually, that's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. There are certainly a number of Washington. Hail to the football team. There's also, a certainly a number of odd Washington football team songs out there that like are on YouTube or whatever that people are. Oh, people really, are trying to like. Yeah, make it the, like make the song or whatever. It's a strange thing, but. Somebody's going to come up with something sometime. Also, the more they win, the more this name gets gets some security. I, who was out in front on that? You were out in front of that <laughs> after week effing one. Yeah. No, like no, this when well, they, in July. They yeah, right, yeah, team, yeah. We said, or JP said if, you, if they win a little bit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, how do you feel about this team? We got all the, uh, all the stuff to get to. It's a crazy position because I expected them to win and they won and yet it feels a little unfulfilling the defense was fantastic but with that offensive effort you wonder what their ceiling is like like how much can it matter and then I'm like wait a second I'm questioning a win and I'm questioning how far can they go like imagine even having that conversation a month ago six weeks ago so there's been just wild, wild growth. For this team to win the way that they did is something that good teams do. You see teams, good teams, eke out victories a million different ways. For years, or for, for the season and for probably a few seasons, it's felt like there was one very specific way that the game had to go for Washington to have a chance to win. And the game didn't go that way today, but the defense was able to put the offense on its back, and win the effing game. And there were the two stats, thanks to Ryan Billy for coming up with them. Chase Young, first player in Washington football team history to have a sack, uh, fumble recovery, touchdown, and or sack, forced fumble, fumble recovery, and touchdown in the same game. Washington had a fumble return for a touchdown and an interception return for a touchdown for the first time since, a ga- since 1997. I mean – this is a this is an all time defensive performance, and I appreciate that we have to talk about how poor the offense was and and all of that. This was an all time defensive performance for Washington. There are few few games that you can probably point to in the league this year across the board where defense so thoroughly dominated a football game the way that Washington did, and and I think that that we spent you know I, I just think that that you have to you have to applaud that and and recognize that this team is finding ways to win and. It's fair to think how many games can they win? How far can they go? Can they win a playoff game? Can they win two playoff games? Like, who knows? And when you see performances like today, it gives you, it gives me, uh, it gives me 
hope, faith, whatever the word is, excitement that this team can 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 do all those things. Big, I was fired the f up after this game. The big man's so fired up right now. He's getting me fired up. I just handed him. He sure hypo- did. I handed him a hypothetical beer because yeah. he was he was going. I wanted to I smash was, it on his head. I thought he was going to open it with his teeth. Yeah. Oh my oh. god! He just did. <laughs> <laughs> that had so much potential downfall, but it actually went okay. I There's a lot of technology I think on the he's table. Slamming this hypothetical beer based on yeah, that's this is all <laughs> happening. That yep. four beers Let's looks see like how much Nick Mullins. Do. I'll give him another one here. <laughs> Here, big man. No more hypothetical <laughs> beers. <laughs> um, that was impressive. You're right, though. Like, I, I don't mean to diminish the win, right? Because wins are are a, are a valuable commodity, and they're you should, a fickle being, right? Like they're they're important, and this was an important win, especially after the Giants' loss. Um, did you get hypothetical beer? I'm just brushing a few droplets off my keyboard. It's okay. Sorry about that, It's all good. I'm with you. I just, B. Mitch keeps saying this on the pregame show. He's like, I want more from them. Now they're showing me they can do more. I want more. And defensively, they couldn't have not have done more. Um, I don't know, man. Offensively, you got it. I'm They fulfilled. should keep pushing for more, by the way. Like, right. You should never be satisfied with what you're getting. Right. Sure. I, I imagine that they're when they go back and watch, when Jack Del Rio watches that game plan, the game back, they're going to be plays that they want back. They're going to be things that they can do better. But damn, was it good. I am mostly fulfilled because I'm operating that Alex Smith's injury isn't serious and they're going to get Gibson back soon. So, like, the offense we saw that was so disgusting isn't the one they're going to proceed with. We're bringing this defense forward, and hopefully the offense gets its leader back and another good weapon back. Um, this was the effort they needed today, and it's not the path forward for the long term, but it's what they need to do on Sunday in Week 14 on December 13th to beat the Niners. They did it, and I'm fulfilled because they, they were flexible and they adjusted, and they the guys that were able to play played really damn well and got the job done. A lot of platitudes there, but sometimes you speak in platitudes. Right, Mitch? Right. I'm with you. Mitch is now crushing chips. <laughs> <laughs> Have a night, big man. Um. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is it time for game balls? Yeah, Chase Young game ball. Mullins takes the snap of the gun, fakes left, now has to cut through. Ball is out. A fumble picked up by Chase Young. He's running at the 45-40. Has blockers in front of him. 25-20-15-10-5. Touchdown! Chase Young! Touchdown, Washington! Yeah, that, I mean, it's at the end. Cam Crow game ball. Chase Young's might be the most simple game ball. So we did this this last week. I think we now are going to do an MVP. In wins. You get an MVP. Maybe in losses, you get an LVP. Yeah. But Chase Young's the MVP. He gets more than a game ball. Yeah. He's just a monster, and he's all over the field. And I, I'm not going to name names because it's someone that I, like, truly respect and admire their work. But the suggestion that he was a bust was so laughably wrong. And that's not me just doing, like, 
like a victory. Like, like I'm not just saying that now because I said it then. Oh, there's and, a whole press box discussion about right, that right. piece. Right. When it came out. Um, I also think you go real quick. You go back to the, I believe it was the Bengals game when Chase Young led the pregame speech on the field, which is like such a small thing in the grand scheme of everything. But they do like a huddle right before they go into the locker room before the game starts. And, and they, it's usually one of the more fiery guys gets in the middle. London Fletcher used to famously do it every week. And, and John Allen was doing it most of the time this year. But Chase Young stepped up and did it, did that, you know, pregame huddle speech. And I just, I, I think that was that was almost a, a, a changing of the guard of sorts of, of leadership on, on defense. Because you see how infectious his, it's not just the plays on the field is, is I guess what I'm getting at. It's everything that he does. He's just so infect, uh, infectious. Like he's just, when, I think he's helping lift this defense. It's not just the fumble return for the touchdown. It's not just the sacks. It's not the batted balls, which was a great effing play on a good block by Trent, which by, besides the point. I think that you just see kind of everything that he does from the sidelines to running downfield to make tackles, helping guys up, you know, patting them on the butt. Like just kind of every little thing you see him, you know, single-handedly helping lift this deep. He was flinging expletives at whoever was breaking that through was the, wild. Yeah, the victory the formation at Can, the end. He's just he's the first guy off the bench. Tell me what was going on there. Give me because I was like trying to get in position for the show. I kind of was too, but it seemed like Dwayne would take the snap and then like back up to try and waste more time and not kneel, kneel, kneel. So the linemen were pushing through, and it happened two times in a row. And there was some chippiness. And they show the sideline. There's Chase just right next to Ron, right Fired over Ron's up. shoulder, just yelling, "Hey, fifty-one, you a bleep ass bleep!" Just. And he does that every week. He was doing that week one, going to the tunnel. That's Brandon Sheriff had to pull to. him back. Right. Like, relax, dude. Chase Young, total package times ten. He's the Terry McLaurin of the defense. Um, I wanted to say something else, but best I can't. Terry McLaurin, thousand yard season. Yes, best just totally under the radar. Yes, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna end up being the best Washington defender since Daryl Green. I, I agree. And I love Sean. Obviously, Sean is oh. Sean, but like. The career, he didn't have the longevity in his career. One last thing about Chase, and this sums up his afternoon well. We like to blog all the big plays on NBC Sports Washington. So JP wrote about Chase engulfing Nick Mullins. Right after that, I wrote about Chase forcing a fumble. And then as soon as I submitted that, up oh, there's Chase scooping a fumble up and scoring a touchdown, which is Chase Young highlights. Bang, 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 bang. Did you what see my most... headline suggestion for yeah. my thing? Yeah. What was it? <laughs> what I said Chase Young demolished Nick Mullins and then danced on his grave. <laughs> but like. <laughs> I was clearly kidding. Like, yeah, I know we can't. It. And then, like, they, like the editors politely responded, like, hey, I think we got to back off that a like, little bit. hey, maybe just, like, unveils new <laughs> yeah, sack celebration. Yeah. Jimmy's like, yeah, of course. I didn't like, think um, that was going through. So, Chase Young's MVP, right? And then game ball, Cam Curl. Um, I'm going to give a game ball to Montez Sweat. He's all over the place, man. He, he's playing really well. Yeah. Pete. I'm going to give a game ball. Underrated one, but he's our guy. He made a tackle, but... That's not why I'm giving him Tressway. The defense gets all the shine, and rightly so, for saving a terrible offense, but it also helps when you have a punter who can consistently unleash 50, 55 yarders with really good hang time that don't get returned. Just the ultimate weapon in terms of field position, Tressway having another Pro Bowl quality season. And I want to talk to Ron about him because we asked Ron about every player, basically just when he ran out of time or run out of questions. Hey, Ron, what do you think about this guy? I don't know if we've heard about Ron's opinion of Tress and just how useful he is. So I want to get to that soon. But for now, game ball to the punter. Greg Minuski didn't do a whole lot of good things here in D.C. The best thing he did 
was in practice, the offensive players wear white, the defensive players wear red, and burgundy. And he made Tress switch from a white five that, yeah. to a burgundy five because he said he was one of their best weapons on defense. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. Um, I'm giving a game ball. Is that to- a game ball to Minuski? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Why not? I'm feeling like good. Had to. <laughs> um, J.D. McKissick gets a game ball mm-hmm. for me. I thought he was admirable filling in a running back. I thought he ran the ball better than I expected. He was he was quick and eleven for sixty eight. Yeah, I was gonna ground. say what was his YPC? That's six pretty good. point two. Six point, yeah, six point two. Peyton Barber twelve for thirty seven. The thirty seven is well is it's, will a, be, it's a key number. It's a key number. And he got over three YPC, which for him is a very key number. <laughs> but dude, I mean, you can watch when Barber's out there. Like they don't care. It's third and two. Get us three. We're yeah. fine. Yeah. Go ahead, JD. JD was good. Less involved in the pass game than, than uh, you know most of us expected. Certainly, I expected. Me too. Um, but I wonder if you had real Alex out there, mm-hmm. not obviously injured Alex that didn't play, and whatever version of Alex was out there. Was Did it? he? Do we think he just got hurt really early, or was that something he went into the game with? Because it was like the first throw was pretty obvious. He had no oomph behind it, so I wonder when that injury actually happened. But well, I'm sure Ron will tell us tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. He, he loves going in depth on injuries. So tell us, like, Pete, that should all be your it. that should be your first question. Oh, God, no. Trust why second that first, <laughs> please no. Um, I mean, it just feels like anywhere you look on the defense, you can give to players. I'll give Deron Payne one. He fell on that first Chase Young force fumble. Also picked up a sack week after week. Sack, he had the sack on Chase Young's touchdown, right? Yeah, that was Deron Payne. Yeah, so that those two were just yeah, I mean, teaming up to. Destroy. Chase, Chase gets a ton of credit for that play. Was it a yeah. sack? It was a forced fumble. Forced fumble. Yeah. 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 I Theron think Mullins the was kind of going down. Theron Payne, it's just every defender, every defensive lineman is coming into their zone simultaneously, and I'm, it's going to lead to simultaneous combustion at some point, I think. Or maybe not. I think the corners were pretty good. Um, I think Darby and Fuller were pretty good. Yeah. I mean, just looking maybe at – Maybe used for both. I mean, I guess Ayuk had a bunch of catches, but – I mean, he had 10 catches for 119, so that's like 12 yards per catch. The longest is the key. His longest was a 19-yarder. That was the longest completion of the day. Right, no, there were no big bombs. Breakdowns. Now, I think some of that might be that your best option is Nick Mullins to Brandon Ayuk, mm-hmm. but, uh, well, you know, no bombs no, no bombs. Right, sure. Um, I'm going to give a game ball to the O-line. I thought they played quite well today. I thought they ran, run blocked well. And were uh, serviceable in pass blocking. I like the way this group is coming together. They, before the season, we talked about what their ceiling, what their floor may be, and we said, I said, the floor could be a bottom two or three group in the league. I said their ceiling would be middle of the road, you know, top maybe uh, 15, 16, 17, somewhere in there. And I think they're playing much, much closer to middle of the road than they are bottom of the barrel. So, to, for me, they get a game ball. And I've been giving the O-line a lot of game balls, I think, and I guess that those go together. Wow, really? <laughs> I'm going to give one to Jack Del Rio. Of course it helps to have all the first-rounders, all these studs, but we've spoken to the point about them being well-coached. That trickles down to Chris Harris and Sam Mills and um, S- Steve Russ and all these positional coaches. But Jack Del Rio, the whole mindset of play the run on the way to the quarterback has really popped in this past month. So Jack Del Rio – done some questionable things at times. You, we were worried about whether you're getting the most out of these guys early in the year. You definitely are now. I think to that point, 
JP mentioned, I believe, last week on the pod. I don't know whether you've written it or not, and I apologize if you have. Oh, no. But you mentioned about how there was a big adjustment for some of the D linemen in the way that they were being asked to be used between Minuski and and uh, JDR slash Sam Mills, whoever you want to call it. And I think you're starting to see that come to fruition, and that's a important point to make that there were a lot of changes and there wasn't a lot of offseason, obviously, as we've we all know, and uh, that was a good, good point. So – um, I'm texting with I'm texting with a current NFL player. Um, Fresh. Who's made a Pro Bowl before. So just oh. to give you an idea of like, this is a good NFL player. And all I said was Chase Badass. And the reply from an NFL player that's made a Pro Bowl, I can't believe we play the same sport. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Th- that's where Chase Young is, dude. Yeah. Um, that's where he is. <laughs> this is a, a a niche one, but I'm gonna do it niche because, and maybe this is more I really big hat tip. I like to say niche because it makes me sound intelligent. You guys can rule on this. So I'm watching Cam Curl's pick six back, and down the left sideline, James Smith Williams pins Nick Mullins right at the fifty. James Smith-Williams doesn't hustle down to block Nick Mullins. Cam might get forced out at the 50, at the 40, whatever. And with how that offense was going, who knows if they score three, if they score at all. So James yeah, Smith-Williams <laughs> having the wherewithal to go into from pass rusher mode into convoy leader slash key blocker. I'm giving you a game ball because those little things point to bigger things for this franchise. Last play of the quarter, second and two at the 24, Mullins. Pocket collapses on him. He threw a pick right down the sideline to Cameron Curl. He gets a block from James Smith-Williams. He's still going. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Touchdown, Washington. I like it. Thank you. Approved by Mitch. Dude, I'm fine with that. Sweet. Listen, this is the game where it's still a hell of an effort, and it's a team effort, and, and we need to point out all these other guys making plays because people like to say it's, you know, offense, defense, special teams. Reality, it's probably like 40, 40, 20 in the breakdown of importance. They got nothing from 40% of their, what they need, right? Like, I mean, are we giving, I I, I know that Mitch gave out a game ball to the entire offensive line, but is any individual Offensive player getting one? I mean, Logan Thomas had six catches. Besides JD, I don't think there's any others to pass I think Logan gets a hat tip. Yeah. I don't know where this stands in game balls and and goats and all that, but I expected Kyle Shanahan to come in with an innovative offensive plan, especially given the Trent Williams and Jordan Reed connection and obviously Kyle's connection, which is now, you know, almost a decade old or so. But – I expected more. Is that fair to say? And he, and so and he, they didn't. They weren't able to take advantage of some holes that have shown themselves in the Washington defense over the past couple of weeks. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I just think Mullen stinks, and he's too limited to. Yeah, to I mean, I, I, maybe I just like early in the game, the first the first play. I think they had the they had the reverse. And you had Trent Williams leading the convoy down the field, and on our in one of our group chats, you know, it was like, oh shit, look at what Trent's doing down the field, and like, 
I kind of expected to keep seeing that because Kyle loves to needle uh, highlight his good play, his best players, and also get a little needle in when he can. And I kind of thought we were going to see more Jordan Reed. I thought we were going to see more Trent leading convoys down the field, more you know of those guys kind of being. Jordan Reed had a catch. He had one catch for eight yards, I think. And a big helmet slam at one point. Yeah, so I kind of expected that he was going to come out and, Two for 13. and feature those guys a little bit more, and, and, and he he wasn't, and maybe that was Nick Mullins related. Maybe they just didn't have a great plan for this. Or the defense just kicked their teeth in. Which they didn't. At teethkeepers.com. They should go to Dominion National. Teethkeepers.com. Two quick ones for me. Teethkeepers.com. Kevin Pierre-Lewis dismantling Kyle Juszczyk and going in for the sack. That was wild. That was spectacular. Right. That's a thick fullback that KPL just erased. And then Ron Rivera. That's where I was going. Yeah. JP, you can go. No, go ahead. No. Because my point is actually a little more off the field. Yeah. Um, So Mitch mentioned right there that Kyle – so Kyle Shanny earlier this week said like he's had closure with the Washington thing because listen Kyle has been anymore. well Kyle has been wildly for for NFL coaches that usually almost always go high road or just don't say anything Kyle's gone out of his way to be confrontational yeah understandably I mean he thinks ownership like ruined his dad's chances at the hall of fame. Like I'd be mad about it. It's your family, dude. Like I, I get it. Um, and he has taken big shots over and over again at the whole organization. I think that all started to change when they got the trade done back in April, when they sent Trent to San Fran. Yeah. And, um, you know, you can go back and check the reporting then. I'm not sure that Dan loves the idea of going there, of trading Trent there, and I'm sure they had to exhaust every other option. But when it was obvious this is the best move for us from a football perspective, the trade happened. And I think the Kyle Shanahan talked about how much he respects Ron Rivera, how much he respects what Kyle Smith's doing. So it's a game ball to Ron because then you had Trent, didn't take any gratuitous shots when he could have, but he, he was mad at Bruce and Larry Hess. Like he's not mad at Ron. And maybe Ron and Trent's meeting didn't go great or whatever happened, but like this organization is looked at differently around the league, and it's all because of Ron. And maybe as things continue, like the business side is getting better and all that stuff. But like across the NFL, that's not what people or judging their opinions on. It's because of Ron Rivera. His reputation, his integrity. Um, so, game ball. Here's my lame sports writer lead. And I tried this after week one. I'm going to extend it. Washington lost one R-word this offseason, but they gained three. Ron, resilience, and respectability. All right. <laughs> okay. Get a... Uh, <laughs> Six-pack of Diet Coke and a extra 200 bonus points on your Marriott account. Um, Thank you. It's pretty good. All right. Uh, don't – if you say stuff like that, Click's going to make you write it. I know. <laughs> Click's will make us write everything. He's everything. Tell me how to write it about my commute home. Also, I just, he wanted I, a game ball for telling you to pre-write Dwayne Haskins is going into the game story. Did he text you that? I texted him my ideas for tomorrow, and he said, if I don't, like, I want a game ball for telling JP to pre-write. To be clear, are you giving him a game ball? Let's be. Because he's one of my bosses. Let's be clear. Yes. 
He says, I will take a game on the pod for a JP pre-write of Haskins going to game. I said, if I remember, I'll give it to you. Here you go, Matt Doolin. Here's your game ball. <laughs> um, overruled. The click factory is just blowing <laughs> smoke just, out of the stacks. Mitch is overruling it. Um, Matty clicks deserves one. We got any goats? I have a um, – I wrote two. Let me explain this. Cause I get this on Twitter all the time because the podcast numbers are through the roof. And we got new listeners, I'm guessing. So when we say goats, it's like people that messed up. It's like the old-fashioned term. So like when we started doing this, it was for like scapegoat. And it was long before that like goat as greatest of all time became like just the total dominant term in the lexicon. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe for the 2021 season, we'll come up with a new term. But we're riding out game balls and goats. I'm going to give one to Steve Sims for the drop. And then also... When he didn't field that punt and it trickled all the way down to the one-inch line, yeah, was that tough. was nearly a disaster. So if you're not helping on offense and you're making some errors on special teams, I don't know what you're doing besides picking up a goat. So that's my one. I'm not, I'm not going to individualize this because I don't know how fair that – like I'd either have to give two or I'm just giving one. Mm-hmm. But the quarterback position is getting a goat. They were awful. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say the offense. You already gave one. You gave a game ball to the line and to the running back. So I don't know how you can say the whole offense. Okay. And I kind of don't think – I think those are hat tips, but whatever. I don't really feel like arguing with you. You're riding high. <laughs> I'm feeling feeling a little bullish. I'm good with it. But the quarterback position was awful. Yeah, I don't know that I have any other goat. I don't think there is any other. Hot missed one. He made another. He, he made two, I think. I think he made two. One was a 50-yarder, and then he had another. Does he another, get a goat yeah. for it? I don't think no, so. but. Certainly, when he missed it, it felt goatish. But because dude, it was everything was sluggish to begin with. Right. But, I mean, I'll give him grief for the 40-yarders. If he went one of two today from 50-plus, that's just kind of the life of an NFL kicker. We saw Dan Bailey puke all over himself, and other guys have issues. So, I don't know. I like Hop, and I think he's in a better place mentally. Game ball. Late addition to Daniel Jones. They were yeah. butt. Oh, I, I want to go into the Cardinals. Yards, That's what I want. 80 yards of offense. The Cardinals for hosting this wonderful football game. And then the Cardinals for going east and That's beating it. the shit out of the New York Giants. Well, then a goat to that field. And not, listen, it's a field. Yeah. It's not going to worry about what I call it. But <laughs> uh, that field looked like terrible. It was very chewed up. Ooh, late addition uh, game ball. To our good friend Rachel, who got her first college. Yeah, congrats, Rach. Big congrats to. It's always a good feeling more listener when you get a college letter and it's the thick one where it's got all the other packets and stuff. It's all digital now. I sound so old. Yeah, you do sound old. I hope you enjoyed your email, Rachel. Dude, congrats! I remember when I was going to college. Some of it was via email. That was Stone Ages. Um, when we when when we were applying for colleges and they allowed. The essays to be written to be typed into a website instead of it carved into the cave such wall. Such a dream! It was so much better. Real quick, another aside before we get to the rest of the segments. How do we feel about them doing? Is it all whites now for the rest of the year? I think you got to ride the. I think you now. have to because. So are they going to go burgundy on burgundy at home next week? The, oh. That's the precious question. The Eagles and Saints. The Eagles were all black today, and the Saints were all white. Yeah. The Seahawks are going to wear that muddy gray. I think. You think? Gray I thought gray. they'd wear the blue or they the white. 
the Seahawks got the, the highlighter. Yeah. I think it made sense for the Steelers. I didn't necessarily agree, and who cares what I think, but I didn't necessarily see it two weeks in a row unless you're just going now every game. Just that's it's, what we're going to wear. That's how you close out 2020, and you I'm cool with that. In Philly, they don't have to wear white on white because they're going to have already clinched it. <laughs> wow. I kind of think you're right. <laughs> I, I was saying, I was talking to – I legit think you're right. I, I think that if so, what's gonna, that take? Two more wins. If they're going to win this division, I, I think they're gonna, they're going to win it before How Philly. Nuts is that? This team was two and seven, and now we're legitimately entertaining the thought Dude, of them resting people for week seventeen. Next week, <laughs> they were one and five. Crap. Yo, Giants go Browns next week for Sunday Night Football at Baltimore, and then Dallas. Yeah, they might only win Dallas, and by then. It's not going to matter, potentially, perhaps, possibly. Are, do you have them beating Seattle? <laughs> Alex, Alex Smith's health will, will go a long way towards that. If, yeah. I see him, if he's practicing Wednesday and seems to be moving around well, I, I'm going to start seriously entertaining it because – How could you not with the way this D-line is getting after you? Saw, listen, the Giants are not very good. Their, their defense is good, their offense is not, and we saw them dismantle S- Seattle. There's no reason that Washington can't do the same. There's no reason. Yeah, it's, it's hard to early doubt. line on that is uh, Seahawks minus four. Four? <laughs> wow. What? I would have thought it would have been seven and a half. I, it's kind of what I thought. Like, there's, I thought show, there's some respect. Numbers. There's a big R word being thrown around there. Yeah. And I told you that. Check my lead. My newspaper. I, I column. believe the Seahawks <laughs> put up a, a 40, uh, 40, 40 day. Yeah, at, at least thirty. I think it was thirty-seven three. Yeah. Might have been forty. I think. It was, I don't know. Yeah, I think they got a late field goal. But yeah, I mean that's some respect right there. Um, should we do over unders and hundred chips, especially hundred chips? He really wants final. to do hundred chips. Yeah, let's do it. All right, hundred chips is brought to you by MGM National Harbor. Our friends over there in Oxen Hill, it smells good, it looks great, the, the gambling is safe, and it's fun. So go over there at MGM. We love it. You should as well. How's your gambling? How's everybody's gambling this weekend? I was – this is a great segment for me. Otherwise, my first really bad Sunday. So the fake money the, was good. Fake money, real, good, real, real money, super Hypothetical bad. money. Yeah. yeah. Mitch, I, uh, I was middling. I had a – I had a – I had a – how about your proud? Let's all list our proudest bet today and our worst bet today. I didn't bet today. I was all in on my fantasy and just wanted to focus on it, and I lost. <laughs> dude, the dude I was playing had um, Derrick Henry mm-hmm. and the Washington defense. Oh, oh. double dagger, dude! Like I, my team did pretty well, but uh, whatever. I put in my list of hypothetical bets at you know twelve, twelve thirty, whatever time, and at twelve fifty eight, I added one. Bigger prop, and that was uh, Teddy Bridgewater uh, over passing yards. Mm-hmm. I believe he had 68 in the first half and went for 230. He almost got to 300, right? Yeah, put up 230 in the second half to bust up that over and give me a big W. There you go. Because I was, I, I was invested in Robbie Anderson's stock today, so I was paying some attention. Yeah, it was, I mean, when you're going against when you're Derek going against Henry, that, yeah, yeah, there's not much you can do. My Favorite bet before we get to 100 chips was the Eagles plus 8.5. Every single person on the planet was talking about how Jalen Hurts is going to screw around and get destroyed by the Saints and Taysom Hill is coming to the zone. I knew the Eagles would come. Those are the best. 
Those are the best when yeah. you like know what's going on. I'm watching way. Sunday NFL countdown, every analyst, Eagles, 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 all week long, every Saints. radio interview. I mean Saints, Saints, Saints yeah, Saints, yeah. Saints, Saints, Saints. They throw up the floor to lease all over the place. Congrats, Did Jalen you Hurts. uh you should have money lined that? I know. The best thing is buy like buying, low. For two buying, buying these teams when they're when they're low. Yep. All right. Hundred chips. Like yeah. <sighs> so JP put 50 on San Fran minus one and a half in the first half, and it was looking really swell until no, Chase Young decided to scoop up the ball and score. It looked good. It was 7-6. Yeah. Pop kicked but they were also driving. Eight yeah. minutes left. Yeah. Whatever. Chase Young wrecked your bet, and I don't think you mind. And then Not at all. We yeah. set the line for J.D. McKissick grabs at four and a half. We didn't know it when we did this originally, but that was what it ended up being. And J.D. only had two, two catches. Two catches. So that's a that's a goose egg for me, huh? That's zero chippy. Back to back weekends, AKA of goose eggs minus a hundred. This is me falling apart down the stretch. Yeah, this is what you Who's do. Who's seen this? And then Mitch, he parlayed a I lot went, of stuff. I went big. He you had, had a three way parlay on this. Three way parlay. Washington football team money line check over forty three eh. and over J D McKissick catches. Well, once one, once you get yeah. one buzzer, the, the whole thing, <laughs> right. the whole thing's a buzzer. You tried to build a table with three legs, and so only one of them pulled up. Uh, yeah, it was a one-legged table. Yep, and those like aren't a that one-legged effective. man <laughs> in a butt-kicking contest. <laughs> Where did you hear that? That's the best thing ever. Oh, I think that might be an expression. I don't know, but if not, it was. Fantastic. Oh, That's on. magic in a pan, baby. That is up there with Beamish saying, I might have to listen to this podcast. <laughs> all right, but we're all we're all building up here to what might be the biggest coup of my life. I had a Did feeling, you win? Yeah. I, I'm in the lead. Oh, you had the crazy had thing. I'm in win. the lead, JP. Oh, are called, you? JP, you're trailing me by exactly. 200 chips now. Oh, my God. I he didn't call this to a T. This is the other player to score? I said Nick Mullins with this crazy yep. group of pass rushers as a formula for a defensive touchdown, and they scored twice. So that We're not doubling, of course, but that was at plus 475. So I'm from negative 150 to positive 315, and I'm up by 200 chips. Wow. In the 100 he chips. is rolling. Bam. One week. Good for you, dude. Complete turnaround. Why, way, did, why didn't you have that actual bet in? I didn't know how to communicate it with the people I needed to communicate it with. Pete is so I'm very nervous. timid. He's very I why are you Mitch nervous? I, I asked Mitch if I was filing too many because I had a paragraphs no. worth of stuff. He asked if it was okay to put in a certain number yeah. of uh, hypothetical dude, plays. Hypothetically, they want you to put in I as understand. many as you want. But So here are the standings Especially now. Especially all your wacky parlays. <laughs> They're happy yeah. to have you put all they, that the, stuff the, in. Our friends in the desert appreciate you. With all your parlays. The more parlays, the better. Here are the standings. Mitch Parlay Pete. is minus 373. Yeesh. JP, off of two straight offers, is down to 115. And my biggest cash maker to date in 100 chips has got me from negative one-something to positive 315. I am up 200 chips. I'm so I'm, – I'm wagging Congrats, my tail Pete. right now. Thank you. It's a big day for Pete. I would kill for a nooner right now. Me too. I, was, I looked around to see if you had him. That's Actually, okay. I even checked under your tree because I thought it would be a present. I, that, Mitch, Pete and I already said we weren't having a hypothetical cigar. Pete's uh, retweet of the hypothetical cigar was him wanting one. No, that was me agreeing with JP's UG, but pause. I even got you guys some, some nice stubby ones so that it wasn't – The guy, <laughs> Hold on, Pete. Uh, JP, JP, before you thing. walk away. No, no, no. The guy, this is worth the guy, it. Pick up your mic and react. The guy at the liquor store when I walked in <laughs> said, more cigars? And I said, <laughs> yes, the Washington football team won. And he was like, all right. And he pulled out the same ones from last week. And I told him that 
we were looking for a more low-key night, so we got the, the shorter ones. <laughs> but my guy is starting to remember that when Washington football team wins. Next week, he's just going to have him out on the right. counter. I, I don't love know it. If I'm, he might just have him outside waiting for me. I love it. I love it. All right, congrats to Pete. Crushing chips. Um, good for you, buddy. Uh, I don't think the Pete parade is over here as I look at over-unders. So these are uh, our typical over-unders. We've got three categories. First up, Alex Smith, 235. We all went over. We all know how that ends. Wait. Mitch and I had a double or nothing on the twenty bucks. Oh, that's true. I have it squared up that's on the on the paper. Yeah, right. so you're now down forty. You're now down yeah. forty bucks, <laughs> and we can keep this train running as long as you want, big man. If he's healthy against Seattle, we'll go, we'll double it up again. Oh my, oh my god! god. <laughs> I might need to reinvest and just start off with like another five, and then build up my double too. Um, but so that's a. So we all went over. All went over. Because oh, I remember I was threading the needle. I thought he'd get yeah. to like two forty, but right. you and I had two fifty, right? Right. I think we had two fifty as the number. Yeah. So yeah. We all got an eh there, so for one. Next one, Peyton Barber, 34 and a half rushing yards. JP under. 32, I think he finished. 37. JP under, Mitch under, Pete over, because I trusted Peyton and his three yards per carry. So that's JP a, and me get an eh. That's a ding for Pete, and we're going into the final. What was this, all here. the different pass catchers? Non-Terry McLaurin, wide receiver. This catches way under. Way under. So we have Isaiah for one, Cam for one, Steven for one. That's three wide receiver catches. The well, Terry was, only had two, right? The number was eight and a half. Yeah. Robert Foster seen a ton of targets, no catches. A ton of targets. He was targeted like three times? Two. Yeah. Could have caught it a 60-yarder, <laughs> oh, decided actually, not to run his Why'd he slow down? Yeah, is that a that, can that kick? That was a can kick, yeah. yeah. I forgot about I that I didn't one. even know you were really playing, and you'd get a can kick. Why so, just yeah. slow down? Yeah. Keep running. Just okay. run through the ball. Well, sometimes I was – Lights or something. Somebody said this on Twitter, that like sometimes when you're tracking a deep ball, you kind of have to slow down to find the ball. And then you like can track it, but it, I, I wouldn't know. Right, I've never it, tracked it didn't a deep go ball. Well. Um, but JP over, Mitch under, Pete under. That means Pete wins two out of three. Wow! And I'm now tied atop the uh, over unders too. Well, I'm Pete confident I'll choke that away too. Three, three, two. Pete is really having a heater right now. <laughs> it's funny, dude. So when you were like really gambling hot, yeah, you were bad at this dumb stuff, yeah, and now you're. And you losing. know which you know which one I enjoy more? Sure. Not this one. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't care less about this really? crap. The, no. The public oh. pride? No. Public pride means nothing. I can't pay my rent with public pride. <laughs> I need cold hearted American cash. I uh I like winning these things. Yeah, I, I, I like, like winning these especially things. Especially the too. season long stuff. Like oh. week to week is one thing, but I guess the season long I also thought my lead in chips was so commanding that I, I guess when too. you hit plus four seventy five. Yeah. This podcast is longer somehow than what we did to be Mitch. I'm just going to toot my horn one last time. The Washington football team preseason win total was five and a half. They now have six. Anybody who took over, congrats. Well, you said eight and eight. Yeah. yeah. And the Jaguars, we got some good advice from somebody to take the under, and they just clinched their under, which was four and a half. They can only finish four and 12. Two futures cash today. We got good advice today. on that. It was on that bang, Jags. bang. Yes, we did. Okay. Um, and then the last thing we have to do, I think, is what made you smile? Teethkeepers.com. 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 Dominion uh-huh. National. They apparently love what we're doing with their ads, <laughs> and they're somehow they do. So teethkeepers.com. Go visit them. Quality dental and vision care. So they could do that for the 49ers. Got their teeth kicked in. Nick Mullins, who didn't know where Cam Kerr was. They should all go to teethkeepers.com to get help. Teethkeepers.com. What made me smile was I think the blossoming bromance friendship partnership between Montez Sweat and Chase Young. You saw it when Chase scored his touchdown. Montez was yelling, 
you nasty, bro, you nasty. And they went over to the sideline, and Montez Sweat's, like, pulling Chase Hare's young, like, Chase Young's hair, excuse me, up so you can, like, read his nameplate. And Ron Rivera called them two peas in a pod. Those two are just really bonding, and they're also super badasses, and it's cool to see them just meshing in every single way. So that's what made me smile, is that they are just turning into everything we wanted them to become. It's a good one. And this high noon that is hypothetical is also making me smile and feel good. Go ahead, Mitchell. I, I can go if you're not ready. No, I mean, I was just going to say the defense, the, the growing development of this defense across the board. There was a play early on that uh, Ayuk caught for maybe a 15-yard uh, pass uh, reception. But what I liked about it was Darby was backpedaling on it. Clearly, they're in some sort of zone. And as he was cutting across, you saw Darby pointing at to Shays at Brandon Ayuk as he was going. And just after years of listening to the secondary talk about the poor communication and we're so close, we just have to figure out our communication. Just a just player, was, player two here yeah, or there. So fr- to see these guys, to see, to, to be able to visually see them communicating and pointing out things as they're happening on the field and have it result in good defensive play made me smile. As it should have. How about this? Uh, our boy Resh just tweeted me this. Fun fact, uh, Washington's current roster has players who played on the only two NFL teams in the past 40 years mm. to make the playoffs after a 1-5 start. Alex Smith with the 2015 Chiefs and Dontrell Inman with wow. the 2018 Colts. Wow. Now that they, they are in the driver's seat to be teammates on the third team to start 1-5 and five and make the playoffs. Resch finds the most obscure factoids, I mean, that and that's really wild. obscure, but yeah. quite quality as well. Um, what made you smile, JP? What, a nice, pleasant smile. What made me smile today, Pete? Um, a number of things. So forgive me, Dominion National. I don't think they mind one bit. I don't think they'll mind either. No. Teethkeepers.com. Teethkeepers.com. So... Terry McLaurin, what what I love is when success starts to become expected and you are upset at subpar efforts rather than accustomed to them. Um, Terry McLaurin had a quiet day. The whole offense did. That's two weeks in a row, quiet for Terry. Yet he's over 1,000 yards, and it's not – we're not having a parade. Like, think about – and not to, like, drag the Wizards, but, like – how many fake parades do we have to have for, like, Davis Bertans Brad or Bradley Beal? Brad Beal is Beale? eighth in franchise history right. for three-pointers like, made. Like, like, we're not doing that, and we're not – we're not. Terry probably wouldn't want to talk about it because he's not happy with how he's playing. And he's happy they're getting wins, but he wants more, wants more for the offense. I just I, – I feel like in 10 years' time, I'll have covered six Terry McLaurin 1,000-yard seasons, and it's just – I, I like that a mm-hmm. lot. That yeah. makes me smile. Well said. Um, it also makes me smile just that, like, organizationally, it's working. Like, this is the plan. It's the damn plan. It's the plan. Like, Ron got here and said, listen, we're going to be way better in the second half of the season. It's a young team. We're learning. We're growing. If you could watch that game today and not see growth – and experience and and just a young group of guys starting to figure it out and play together and play for each other, 
we're not watching the same thing. And I don't know. It feels – it's starting to feel special. And that certainly makes me smile. It makes me smile for us. It makes me smile for the fans. It, dude, this Seahawks game, it's a banger all of a sudden, It's a man. marquee matchup. Yeah. <laughs> now, you need 11 back, and, and I, you need Gibson back, I think. But I don't know those – I don't know what's going to happen there. But um, so, Murph, if you can, I want you to play Ron Rivera's speech that the WFT put on their Twitter postgame speech. You are now relevant. You've earned that. You've earned that. Do not let anybody take that away from you. You have earned it. For all that we have put up, for everything that we've had to deal with, you have earned the right to be the first place team in the NFC. Ooh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's who you are. Okay. So I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. Act like it. Be professional. Understand what it takes to be a professional, and do the professional thing. And understand this. Nobody, and I promise you, nobody wants to play who play us. Tell you that right now. We're doing things the right way. Continue to work. Continue to work and do the things you need to do, guys. And you give yourselves an opportunity to be very, very special. Okay. Let's stay on point. Stay on point. Now here we go. Nobody wants to play us right now. Nobody wants to play them. Nobody. Dude, assuming they win the East, which I think 8-8 eight eight wins the East, honestly. They're, they're now a game clear. Um, so somebody has to come to FedEx. Of those wildcard teams you're looking at, Tampa... Arizona, like Minnesota. Like, this like, is a different Washington team than Arizona saw. Oh, yeah. And I don't, totally. It almost, I don't want to say it doesn't matter because obviously it does, but like the defensive line playing the way they did tonight, today. And last week and the week beat, before. Can beat anybody. Yeah. Anybody. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not the Chiefs or something like that. It gives you but a chance. Nobody's beating the Chiefs, right? But that's a different. That's a different. You got to worry about game. that in February, right? <laughs> There's nobody that that could come to FedEx in on January ninth or tenth for Week One of the playoffs that I wouldn't think that this that this team has a chance with. Yeah, I mean, so if it ended today, which it ha- hasn't, obviously. Seahawks, Bucks, Cardinals are your three wild card teams. Is there one you'd want to face out of that group? Because I know who it is for me. I and I'll I, just say it. I'll let right you guys now. think. I'd want Brady. Yeah. Let this D line get after because the other Russ and Kyler can, can get move. away. Brady ain't going anywhere. Right. I agree. Which is wild to say we want the wild. greatest NFL player and maybe one of the best athletes of all time. But the statues are the ones who really get exposed when these linemen are moving and brady's numbers this year are not brady yes totally totally um we are here requesting for tom brady to come to <laughs> fedex field if you told this to november mitch jp and pete after they we lost want to, tom. to the giants we for the second tom. straight time we right. want tom. oh my god it's like the new age we want dallas it's crazy we want tampa and then we want to go to tampa i mean i i i don't look at these things very often but you know how like Every website in the world does their, like, power rankings, right? Like ESPN, CBS, like whoever. Florio, I'm sure, has his power rankings. Where is this Washington team in the power rankings now? 
And, and, and I, what the hell? We got time. It's our podcast. Let's just do this. So l- let's name all the teams definitively ahead of them. Okay. And, th- and this isn't. We'll do it circle, circle mode. I'm just going to rattle some yeah, off. Let's we don't rattle, need let's rattle off. Chiefs, Rams, Seahawks, Saints, Packers. Might be it for the NFC. Colts. Colts. I'd put the Titans also. Yeah. Browns, Ravens? I think you got to at least say Browns because they beat them head to head. Yeah. Um, yeah. What other teams in the AFC are we freaking? The Bills. 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 Steelers. I guess the Steelers, even though Washington beat them. Would you put the Steelers there? I, I mean, look, the Steelers, Steelers are getting boat raced right now in Buffalo, and Washington just beat them. I think the Steelers are ahead of them. I don't. I mean, I mean they just beat them head to head. Okay. You're right, but like, I don't know. There's no room for. Certainly, you can make an argument that Washington is as high as. Dolphins are playing good football. 13 or so. Um, so although the Dolphins got rolled today by the Chiefs, but everybody's. We did a bad job this. tracking how many teams that was. All right, was, I'll, let's count it Chiefs, one. Are we saying Steelers or no? I'm saying the Steelers. All right, so Chiefs, Steelers, Browns is three. Titans, Colts is five. Bills is six. Packers, seven. Saints, eight. And then I'm going three deep from the NFC West. I'm going Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals. That's 11. So your Washington football team's at 12. Yeah, flirting with the top 10. And I think on Halloween, they were 30th. They were back there, certainly. If, the Jets have always been worse than them, but there was a very real conversation about the number two overall pick. Yeah, there's yeah. a point where, you're like, if they lose this weekend, we're talking about Trevor Lawrence. Right. Um, and like the, they that was a been, fun exercise. Yeah. I'm also gonna just—they're not whispering anymore. They're not <laughs> passing notes asking for check mark. It's not yes invisible no. ink on iPhone. It's not invisible ink on the iPhone. This is a very, very real thing. Very real. If you had access to our database and go through all your clips and like where you talked about playoffs and we just crapped on you for it, you can make a hell of a compelling video. It might be coming. <laughs> you should at least find the one that was on air when you when you were, like, whispering about it. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. All right. Um, <laughs> and, and, then Carver. The next, and then the next – I whispered about it one week, and then I passed a note in class the next week. Let's go. And you guys both uh, – not you guys. Poor Mur- Murph is waiting. <laughs> yeah. Um, welcome back, Burgundy Block. Welcome back, Burgundy Block. Yeah, Burgundy Block. Good welcome to see back. you on the Twitters. Um, I text with him, so I, I – and he I, said he listens. I think. I, I think he does. I, I was. A, I, we've checked in. He's doing all right. Um, all right, boys. Four in a row. To get to five. Yes. If Alex is healthy. Yes. Wow. Kool Aid anymore? It's just what we're seeing. It's not Kool Aid. Yeah. It's just water. It's water. It's just regular. To hydrate a really complete football team. Kind of. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Thank you to Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them. Always do. Always will. And thank you to you for being a part of all this. Who knew how fun things could get? Uh, If you made it this far, I owe you a beer.